future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto value. My name is Charles Story. I'll be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. We have an action-packed show in store for you today. We're going to be discussing CFTC Ledger X not approved to launch physical Bitcoin futures um, after the big announcement in the last couple of days. We're going to be discussing what that means for Ledger X and also what the announcement means coming out early, saying they have the ability to offer that, what that means to the company as well. Um, we're also going to be discussing and talking about Ethereum, which is just marked as fourth birthday. And what's next? Well, what's in, well, in the next four years, what is, what, is, what is Ethereum excited about? What's going to be happening? What are they speaking about? And what did they announce yesterday as well? While well, Vitalik gave a keynote. And number three, investors can now trade Ether and British pounds on the same blockchain. So we're going to be discussing all those things in today's show. With that in mind, let's get down to business and let's just jump straight into it. All right, so Ledger X, what's currently happening? Let's jump into it. Any US resident with a government-issued ID can now trade futures contracts for real. Revealed to media sources yesterday, Ledger X has officially launched the first physically settled Bitcoin futures contract in the US beating the Intercontinental Exchange's backed and TD Ameritrade-backed Iris X to the punch. Perhaps more importantly, Ledger X is offering the new product to both institutional and retail investors, allowing anyone who can pass Know Your Customer KYC process to trade the contracts, not just institutional clients with millions in assets. Ledger X CEO Paul Chow told me the sources that retail customers can trade the product using his company's new Omni platform, which recently went live, while institutional clients can trade futures as with any of LedgerX's other products. While LedgerX is not the first future futures provider in the US, it is the f- first to offer physical futures, meaning customers can receive the actual Bitcoin they bet on while the contracts expire, rather than the cash equivalent. Moreover, customers don't need to put US dollars in to bet on the products. Chow explained that traders can buy contracts using Bitcoin. Not only are they physically delivered in the sense of that your customer can get Bitcoin after the features expires, but also they can deposit Bitcoin to trade in the first place, he said. Cash settled is cash in and cash out. We're Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out. He believes this is the first time that a regulated company is able to allow customers to deposit Bitcoin as collateral for a contract. Because of this, customers do not need to wait for bank transfers or other limitations to the US banking system to participate, he said. If you imagine somebody that deposits Bitcoin, they would not have to use the US banking system at all. That's why physically settled is very important, he said. I think it's one of the most unique use cases for Bitcoin, where you're using cryptocurrencies as the only collateral. This is possible using the physically settled contract, he said, adding, as as a digital commodity, Bitcoin trades 24-7-365. And our customers expect that from us. So if you trade Sunday night, the banking system did not have to open till Monday. So LedgerX revealed that it's looking to offer Bitcoin futures in April, having filed the US Commodity Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, for the request license in November 2018. The CFTC granted LedgerX's designated contracts markets DCM license last month, giving the platform the final approval it needed 
The company previously had derivatives clearance organization and swaps execution facility approvals through the CFTC. The company, though, formed in 2014, only began offering physically settled Bitcoin derivative products in 2017. However, its options and swap options have initially been geared towards institutional customers. Since then, the company has been working to ensure that anybody could trade its products, Chow said. We've been working in the business for the last six years, and we've only been getting institutions on board, and we've spent a lot of time educating regulators on why this is important, he said, adding, cryptocurrencies are for everybody. And we never started this looking to offer just the hedge funds or institutional clients. John Todaro, director of research at TradeBlock, told media sources that physically settled contracts allow traders to more transparent hedge their bets, which may be beneficial for non-speculative institutions. Additionally, cash-settled futures contracts could potentially be more susceptible to manipulation, depending on the formula, and underlying spot exchanges or indices used to settlement at expiry, he said. Normally, cash-settled contracts are also cheaper than physically settled ones, as traditional commodities have delivery costs associated with them. These delivery costs will likely disappear with digital assets. However, Tororo added, given cash contracts are more simple relative to physical contracts, physical contracts will likely be more useful for institution than retail, he said. Bitcoin futures have drawn attention in the U.S., since at least 2017, when the CME and the CBOE announced they were launching cash settled contracts. While CBOE ended support for its products earlier this year, the CME continues to enjoy sizable trading volume. TD Ametrade, the giant online stock brokerage, also offers its clients access to CME's futures contracts. However, LedgerX is not necessarily competing with cash contracts, Charles said. For one thing, the two types of contracts are entirely different. Really, we have to look at a lot of folks who never even touch US dollars. He said, cash settles is very different from what we do. This applies to Omni as well, he said. The platform is really going to be a new product for retail that's going to be unique in that it's the only thing going to be incredibly simple. He went on to say as well, it's going to make available, it's going to be available to the retail public all sorts of abilities to trade Bitcoin, whether it's spot futures, options, we have a lot of things happening in the pipeline. I think this is really interesting to see what's going on here. So, um, you know, they, they have competition from BACT. So BACT, which is B-A-K-K-T, um, was set up by the New York Stock Exchange's parent firm to much acclaim last year. And TD Ametrade, BACT, Iris X have both announced their intention to enter the market. So BACT has self-certified its contracts through the CFTC and is now waiting on a trust charter from the New York Department of Financial Services to set up a warehouse. Once the trust charter is approved, BAC will likely be able to launch within a few weeks. The firm conducted a user acceptance testing on July 22nd, ensuring that customers, clearing members, and the provider were able to communicate when trialing the contracts. IrisX, like LedgerX, has received the necessary CTFC approvals, though it has not announced a timeline for launching its futures contracts. The company began offering a cryptocurrency spot trading market in April of this year. Um... I think it's all really exciting stuff that's happening there. Backed though is going to be more institutional, so I think that's going to be you know more of a um, more exciting for the space rather than um, Ledger X. I think you know as as the CEO has said, it's more geared towards retail. Um, I see institutional really taking this market to the next step. I think retail um, will follow. I think institutions will be entering the market now will be more more um relevant than the retail investors because they're already in and i i think that 
hype has has kind of fizzled out a little bit hence why we're in the crypto winter and now crypto spring but it's all very positive for the space ethereum marks its fourth birthday four years ago on july 30th 2015 the world's first general purpose blockchain platform went live called ethereum the platform was the first of its kind to feature a turing complete virtual machine and native programming language able to deploy code of any algorithmic complexity before Ethereum, developers had to design and write extremely complex software. Blockchain researchers Mahal Barik told media sources, Ethereum introduced a generic programmable layer, and which basically abstracted this whole progress and process uh, and enabled developers to build a decentralized applications by only writing their applications core logic. There are roughly 800 monthly active developers building on the Ethereum blockchain, according to new data from investment firm Electric Capital. This means that the Ethereum ecosystem is experimenting an order of magnitude more than most other ecosystems, said Electric founder, Capital founder Avik Garg. That said, Ethereum is no longer the only general purpose blockchain in the world, nor even the most active by some metrics. The most recent quarterly report from dap.com shows that while Ethereum is still the first choice for developers, other decentralized applications such as EOS and Tron surpass Ethereum in the number of active dap users, which is a very key metric. That leaves many industry observers wondering where Ethereum will be another four years from now. Will it retain its lead as a general purpose blockchain platform in the face of fast rising competition? Eric Kuna, founder of information site EthHub and product researcher at blockchain startup Gnosis, said, I think in four years, Ethereum will be moving past the hardest parts of its ambitious goals around proof of stake and scaling. At that point, the network will be able to onboard more users and will start to grow beyond the use cases we're seeing today. Both proof of stake, a comparatively more eco-friendly version of the current consensus algorithm on Ethereum and scaling are bundled into ambitious upgrade called Ethereum 2.0. That many not just Kona, envision to be completed in the next four years of Ethereum's existence. Said Anthony Sassano, marketing and growth leader at Ethereum-based startup SEC Protocol, I believe that Ethereum will achieve the original world computer vision within the next four years because Ethereum 2.0 will have completed its rollout. We will have mature scaling solutions at all layers and we will have proper privacy solutions. At the same time, it's not just core bottlenecks in the technology, limiting transaction, throughput, and efficiency that experts say will need to be resolved about Ethereum in coming years. Others, both within and outside of the Ethereum community, say in the next four years, Ethereum will also have to overcome challenges associated with its monetary identity. Yaz Kohli, Director of Developer Relations at Ethereum Classic Corporation, which helps build protocol for Ethereum sister chain ETC, said Ethereum is still struggling with monetary identity. It's not just a cryptocurrency as much as a dub market and network. I mean, with all of this, it's really interesting. And, you know, Ethereum was has the first mover advantage there. Ethereum is in a situation where because they were the first to move. I, like, they also created the smart contract, right? So that, that was very key, and they've done an amazing job in, in, in promoting that. Ethereum was the platform of choice for the ICOs, um, and you saw that with the price of Ethereum going up to where it did. It was, it was, it was the perfect storm for Ethereum. But what Ethereum struggled to do was scale it, and the reason why is because when they first set up Ethereum, they were just trying to get the network running. They didn't 
I don't think Vitalik and the rest of the development team didn't foresee that they'd run into that issue that quickly. They were just trying to get the network up and running, get people using it. And if you look now that Dan Larimer has looked at Ethereum, he's worked with Vitalik and he's seen the issues. And the fact that he can start fresh with EOS, knowing all the problems that Ethereum's run into, it gives them, yeah, it gives them an advantage. But I believe that the future won't only hold one protocol, it's going to hold many. And um, Ethereum have a very strong community. And I think that they will solve the scaling issues they're facing. When? I don't know. But I believe they will at some stage. All right, let's keep it moving. So investors can now trade Ether and British pounds on the same blockchain. A team of former Royal Bank of Scotland RBS engineers is bringing trading assessment of digital assets, including cryptocurrencies, to a private blockchain network originally developed for enterprise. Revealed exclusively today, London-based Lab 577, led by XRBS Innovation lead Richard Crook, is rolling out its first platform offering, the Digital Asset Shared Ledger, D-A-S-L, pronounced Dazzle. Dazzle is built on top of the Corridor Network, the open source blockchain system created by R3, a bank consortium that once personified the blockchain, not Bitcoin, ethos in 2015-2016. As such, it's a sign of how much the industry has evolved that Dazzle will be used to facilitate, facilitate the trading of Bitcoin, Ether, and the like. Crypto is clearly converging with blockchain. We spent quite a lot of time in 2015 separating two to basically make sure that we could have a conversation about blockchain without talking about Bitcoin. Lab 577 is working with prime brokerages BCB, which will park its clients' assets, both fiat and crypto, with custodians. Myriad representations of these assets will trade on quarter. In a process known in blockchain parlance as layer two assessment, a similar arrangement is in the works to bring Ethereum tokens onto the architecture R3, is building for the Swiss stock exchange SIX. In this way, investors will be able to conduct both legs of a trade, whether fiat to crypto or crypto to crypto, on the same system and have them settle instantly and simultaneously instead of waiting days for a bank transfer or minutes, sometimes hours for a public blockchain confirmation. BCB says it has a pipeline of clients to bring to quarter via Dazzle, including a couple of big banks. Oliver von Landsberg, Sadie, BCB's founder and CEO, said his firm is already live with a couple of beta clients, settling Ethereum British pounds bilaterally in kind of a closed environment. I think this is really positive. This is super exciting, not only for R3, but also for Lab 577 and Dazzle, and great for London as well. Once again, producing um, more on the financial side, but also innovating some great, cool technology. Um, I think that you know more and more of this is great to get the institutional capital coming in, creating more and more um, payment, like more and more on-ramps for the institutional capital to come in. I think that the offering in the next year is going to be so interesting to see that it's going to be it's going to be so easy for institutional capital to come into the space that when the market picks back up all of the on ramps will be there and i think that's been really really key in the in the last kind of six to eight months that we've had teams developed funded and been building that so i love to see that with that in mind that's a wrap i've got to bounce thank you so much for your time your energy thank you for being part of this podcast thank you for subscribing if you haven't already make sure you do now um, hit me up via email, cstory, C-S-T-O-Y-Y at svkcrypto.com. Um, tweet us at svk underscore crypto. We love to hear your tweets. And join our Telegram. That's where it goes down. you find myself and the rest of the team on there. SVK crowd. We type that in. You will find us. Let's go. That's a wrap. <laughs>